0: The O two. Left side Swanson to first. The brilliance world champions I'm after time. Oh man. What another week. We are coming to you late, dear listener, because nothing has happened in our lives. Nothing's happened Mm -hmm. in the world of sports.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh
2: So we didn't have much to talk about. No, I I can't really think of anything. Wait, 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 wait. 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 Record Scratch. We
1: are the
0: champions
2: and
1: we'll keep on fighting
2: the end oh that's right your atlanta braves won the freaking world series yeah
0: i don't care about copyright violations fuck you queen we're gonna play this <laughs> I And mean, don't fuck you i would like no it. no yeah fuck yeah.
2: you queen but
0: fuck you queen <laughs> and go braves holy Living
2: fuck. I still yeah. can't believe it. What a ride. Wow. Jeez. Been a heck of a goddamn week. Yeah. And last time we talked was right before game one of the World Series, right? Mm hmm. And it yeah. turns out Jock Peterson was correct. They were those motherfuckers.
1: That's right.
2: Yeah. Uh this team
1: went through so many hurdles and obstacles and adversity over the course of the season. I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum on the show, but um yeah, it's just amazing, man. As as a Braves fan and as an Atlanta sports fan in general, to get a second championship is it feels really good.
0: I've Real never good. I've never been happier to be wrong i was so wrong there's me recorded on this show saying hey blow it up you know let's get jock peterson let's get something for jock let's get something for these guys we're not doing shit i admit it i've never been happier to be wrong
1: yeah well and i think any braves fan who's honest with themselves pretty much felt the same way in like you know early july when ronald acuna jr's knee exploded Mm -hmm. i was like this team
2: it ain't happening this year everything that's going wrong is going wrong exactly when that injury happened we were all here like oh it's fucked it's done i i told myself i was gonna stop watching because i watched like basically every game this year and uh i didn't and it paid off and Alex Anthopoulos's pickup at the trade deadline, the pickups of those outfielders. <clears throat> even then I was like, well, these are great, but like we're still only kind of half going for it. We didn't get anybody that big. Again, like Diego said, never been more happy to be wrong because you he picked up the league championship series MVP and the World Series MVP at the trade deadline. And he, he
1: gave away Pablo Sandoval and like some 19-year-old minor league pitcher to get those two guys. Yeah. In. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So
0: so anyone watching coverage of this or, or has if you've seen anything, I feel like the story isn't really being fully told of like what the team went through because it's always like, well, they lost Ronald Acuna and then overcame that. But it's like they lost Ronald Acuna. They lost Marcelo Zuna after he beat up his wife, our big slugging bat, and like had to go to court and like might go to jail. Like they lost him, and he was also like kind of the clubhouse guy that was that yeah, blue guy from last for year. Sure. Mike Soroka, the best pitcher of the team, was going to come back this year after being hurt last year and re aggravated his injury. So we never got that ace. We lost, I think, what? Three catchers in the span
2: of two days,
0: including played, Travis Darno.
2: Travis Darno missed a huge chunk of the season with a broken thumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played seven catchers throughout the season,
0: which is something seven. that doesn't happen. Like, no. that's unheard of. I don't even think yeah. I can
2: name them all. Uh, let me try Alex Jackson, Jonathan Lucroy, Stephen Vote, William Contreras, Yvonne. Uh, Kavon Smith, Kavon Smith. Kavon Smith and Travis. And Travis Tarno, so the, yeah. And then I think I'm missing one, but maybe not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Basically, uh, yeah. And then on top great. of it all, too,
0: um Charlie Morton, one of our best pitchers, breaks his leg in the first game of the World Series. And World Series MVP Jorge Soler gets COVID yeah. during the Milwaukee series and basically sits out the whole. Dodgers series. And then also, the other thing that doesn't get talked about a ton, in my opinion, these guys that we talk about that we signed, the Braves didn't pay barely anything for them. It was like mm-hmm. a no. steal. Yeah. In fact, it was it all bargain.
2: It's like $10 million,
0: wow. I think, right? For all of it.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. Um, Eddie Rosario, the Cleveland now Guardians are still paying mm-hmm. his contract this year because he was injured so- when they signed him right yeah so the Braves are paying some of it but he is largely being paid by his former team so it was just a salary dump they were just trying to get rid of money on the books
0: and think about how happy we are and then think about how happy Jorge Solares, who was on the Royals going nowhere Peterson was on the Cubs who are like the worst team in baseball this season Rosario was in Cleveland again who isn't yeah. great those guys it's, it kind of worked out for them pretty well. Yeah. And, yeah. and Adam Duvall, who was with the Marlins. Well, and to and be it,
2: honest, it even worked out for Richard Rodriguez, who didn't make the playoff roster. He started really well for the Braves. He was a reliever. We got from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh guy, yeah. He really started, I don't know what happened, but he, they started seeing him late in the season. He was getting tanked, didn't make the playoff roster. But guess what? He still gets a World Series ring, baby. Hey, he yeah. contributed.
1: But yeah, the crazy thing, too, is like, like Solaire hit like 49 homers a couple years ago for the Royals. So he's like, you know, he's got a track record as being a pretty solid slugger. But he was having like a middling season. <laughs> Same with Eddie Rosario. Like at the time, it was when they got those guys, it was like, Oh, those guys are, like, pretty good. Yeah, Eddie was a borderline all-star, like, in Minnesota before he went to Cleveland. Yeah, but he was, like, he was hurt, and he was having an okay year. Same with Jorge. But they got to the Braves, man, and I think it's a testament to the Braves, like, clubhouse chemistry and, honestly, our beloved human thumb manager, (laughs) Brian Snicker. Because, like, those guys got to the Braves, and it's like something got unlocked, in both of them and they were both like oh i'm fucking i'm operating at my highest level
2: now well i think when which is is i just want to say quickly it's in bad times as an atlanta fan it's the exact opposite of what we've experienced before where we have someone they're middling they kind of aren't really doing much then they go somewhere else and they become a breakout superstar
1: Mm -hmm. there's
2: something different
0: I think batting in between Freddie Freeman, Austin Riley, and Ozzy yeah. Albies will unlock you a little bit. Well, for and sure. There, there's yeah.
2: another positive. We we talk about all the adversity of the Braves, which there was plenty of. But think about at the beginning of this year how we felt and how the national media and how the Braves media felt about Austin Riley. I know. He was yeah. a platoon player with fucking Johan Camargo last year. <laughs> like he put tuned with a guy who is somehow amazingly still in the organization who's hasn't done much and they were like well this is kind of his make or break year and at first it was like i don't know and now it's like i'm pretty sure we would all agree ideally we'll see austin riley in a braves uniform for many years to come Mm because he he he's in the he'll be in the top 10 for MVP I would guess I'd say five
0: probably and he became one of my favorite all-time players because I hadn't realized it until like later in the season that he comes out to Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance music when he goes (laughs) up to the plate and that is
1: the best (laughs) yeah you know so it used to be he used to come up to Nelly's hot in here Mm -hmm. but he did a mid-season change yeah to Stone Cold's entrance music and I was it like, works. fuck yes, Austin.
0: I don't That's understand what... why every baseball player doesn't come out to like wrestler entrance music. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, man. Just get pumped up. Let's yeah, go. Man.
0: That's what it's for.
1: Glass shatters. Comes out all angry. Pours two beers down his throat. Oh, hell yeah.
2: That'd be great. I do... <laughs> um. Uh, and one thing I do want to mention before I forget I last minute We kind of talked about it last week Like right before when we were done with the show I was like I told Jimmy like hey man I might fly down Because I had like a wedding I had all this stuff in New York Last weekend But last minute got a ticket Flew down Watched game six With Jimmy and a bunch of other friends and then I watched or game five and then game six. Um, we watched the victory, and then I had to fly out at like eight in the morning, um, which was, uh, you know, interesting. But I do want to just say the flight down, the pilot was wearing a Braves hat. So it was good, good vibes. A lot of Braves mm-hmm. fans on that plane. I have my Braves jersey. We were ready to go. Now, unfortunately, that game five. um, Yeah, it was – it felt when – well, Adam
1: Duvall hit a grand slam in the first inning, and I foolishly, as I think Kevin did too because we were together, I was kind of like, holy shit, we're already up. We just hit a grand slam in the first inning. Like, I didn't say this out loud, but in my head, I was like, damn, is it going to be this easy? Or we just—is it going to happen tonight? It's—it it's, might. It's, I think it's going to happen, and then
2: it didn't—didn't didn't happen. But other way. I was thinking about it today, and it was almost like it happened perfectly from a fan perspective because we got a horrible taste of heartache that night. Because I think everyone, yeah. Luke, our friend, friend of the pod, Luke Mayu, we had this experience. Diego, I'm not sure if you did, but it was like we started we were with a bunch of people and it was like we got the party started if you know what i mean glug glug Mm -hmm. glug because we were like (laughs) we're about to paint the town and then it turned into sort of a sad sad yeah like oh i'm already drunk i thought it was gonna be awesome and now i'm just drunk and sad yeah Uh, i definitely
0: i experienced it differently because y'all know me i was like oh yeah we're not going to yeah. win this. There's no fucking <laughs> way. And also, because I I did the Jimmy thing too in the Dodgers series when Freddie hit that two run dinger, mm-hmm. um, right away. And I was like, oh fuck, we're gonna be. I turned to my wife and I was like, we're gonna beat the Dodgers. And the Dodgers came back and won that game. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is gonna be more of that. Yeah. And then, and then they're gonna lose the next game, and then it's gonna be real bad. Um, I know. Yeah. I just I. I I am an Atlanta sports fan. I have been kicked in the balls so many times. <laughs> yeah. Our
1: balls are all heavily bruised.
0: I was still waiting for game seven, even after they won. I was like, oh, who's pitch- uh, Ian Anderson? I hope he has a good game tonight.
2: Yeah. well, no, <laughs> But I, that said, after that first game, I know that the, the crew we were watching game six with, we were all incredibly cautious all a because we're atlanta sports fans like you said diego but b we were like okay we remember we know this astros team can put up a crooked Mm -hmm. number in a hurry so yeah we did we literally did not celebrate until that final out i was
0: furious i kept turning to my wife and complaining because john smoltz and joe buck were like in the sixth or seventh inning we're like yep
1: well, you yeah. know they're
0: gonna celebrate. This. It's like shut the fuck up. This isn't yes. over.
2: Uh, yeah, Twenty-eight yes. to
0: three gets to yelled at me. Gets yelled at me all the fucking time.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't want to yes. hear it. I had yeah. some text messages from some well wishers, and I had to firmly tell them, "Don't you fucking do this to <laughs> me right now." Even in the ninth inning, when Will Smith.
0: Allowed When the guy got a single off of Will Smith to start the ninth inning, the bottom of the ninth, I was like, oh, my God. If this happens tonight, I'm, like, jumping
2: in front of a train. (laughs) 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 Hold on. That that reminds me, though. We got to fucking talk about how – because one of the biggest problems for the team all year was the bullpen, how Mm -hmm. they were so shaky. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's ever been, as far as I know – a more dominant bullpen performance in the history of major league baseball playoffs. Uh-oh. I think yeah. they had like
0: they got 94 outs versus the starter starting pitchers, I think, got like 68 or something like that. It, it's somewhere in that range, but they wow. and got so many and outs.
2: And Will Smith 0. 0.0 ERA. Yeah, he was perfect. He yeah. Up a perfect. Run? Yeah. Like, I it's, honestly like I'm glad Solaire got the MVP, but Honestly, like Matzik could have just as easily gotten. I mean, I think I heard this somebody else say this, and
1: I totally agree that Matzik could be the the like MVP of the entire playoffs for the mm. Braves. He's he the breakout so, star, yeah, he is. I mean he was so <clears throat> fucking good that I still like that that Dodgers game where he came in with men on second and third and no outs. I like that is going to be I mean, there's so many awesome moments from the entire run, but that one was so fucking big. Mm-hmm. I still like that. I, yeah. Was, that,
2: yeah. That was insane. I and it's crazy, too. I bet most people listening know. But for those of you who don't, he had the yips. and I think we've talked about it before. Left baseball, played, got out of baseball, became an electrician played in the independent league and then a scout from the Braves, like saw him and got him to sign with the Braves. So if, if you're an
0: electrician listening right now, start playing independent baseball, man, you will be in the fucking majors next year.
1: Yeah. Get, get on, (laughs) go find a mound somewhere and start throwing, man. See what happens. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just oh man, it feels good. It feels like 28 to 3 has been like I don't know, some of the psych, at least some of the like the psych psychological damage from that has been sort of cured a little bit by this. Also, Um, I think
0: the hatred I have for the Falcons just in general helps because like something I try to explain to people, there's something about like at least our generation and around people our age like I love the Hawks they were the first team I rooted for but like those early 90s Braves teams just like they really got into all of uh, all of us mm-hmm. and so it's just like something different I don't know man it's like if they would have won the Super
1: Bowl I would have been happy but like there's something about this that just oh yeah no, it feels a different br- you know a Braves championship is way more satisfying Than a Falcons championship. Because, yeah, like the Falcons sucked when we were kids. And the way it worked back then, too, was like locally, if the Falcons didn't sell out, the games would get blacked out on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like you couldn't even watch (laughs) Uh Falcons games, even though they were, and they were a dog shit team. So it was like, I didn't have a Falcons fandom until Michael Vick got there, basically. Yeah. You know, in the one fluke season in 98.
2: But yeah, that was the one season I did the dirty yeah. bird. Jamal you know?
0: Anderson yeah. kind of carried a, the the heavy lifting there more so than the team. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there but were a no, no lot of Jeff Chandler jerseys going around.
0: Yeah, I mean like Jesse Tuggle was great but like,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keith Brooking and I guess Keith Brooking was there for the Vic era, but cuz
0: like otherwise but, yeah. with the Falcons it was just Dion. And it was Andre Risen having his house burned down by Lisa Left Eye Lopez of TLC. Yeah.
1: Oh, um, and, and it and it was, oh, the and they traded away Brett Favre too, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Buckhead <laughs> Brett. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so
0: it's it was, just never been that connection with the city. And also it's a college football town.
1: So yeah, that's always but been it's it. just like
0: yeah, but the exactly. Braves just for some reason like it, it for sure kind of like especially like our generations it's just everyone's on
1: board. Yeah, well, and it's like yeah that like the Braves championship is gonna mean more than the Falcons, but it's it's just insane that like Atlanta's you know a, a pretty big market. We only have the and we've had the we've had three of the major sports franchises for you know sixty years or so now and we only have one championship between the hawks or before uh tuesday we only had one between the braves hawks and falcons so it was like even when the even though i wasn't a diehard falcons fan when they came that close you just wanted it just to be like we need like people shit on us as a sports town all the time we take so much shit we need something and they they embarrass themselves so it's like yeah of course, the Braves are the ones who finally fucking came through
2: and got us. Now we have two in this city, and it yeah. feels much better. And if you had, um, if you told me, if you'd give me a little crystal ball the night of the Super Bowl, 2017, um, when that fateful game happened and said, all right, it's halftime. They're up twenty eight to three. You can either have watch them win this game, or you can suffer a devastating defeat, and then the Braves are going to win the World Series in a couple years. I take the Braves personally. I think a lot of people would would
1: make that bargain. Yeah,
0: I mean, even now thinking of that team, and then thinking of this team, and then even historically, like the. Players on the Braves are always like more likable. Like there's always like Mm -hmm. a rootable thing, but it's like, and it's not that I didn't like Julio Jones, but like I don't give a fuck about that guy. The same, I don't Mm -hmm. know, like same with Matt Ryan. It's like
1: there's no connection, you know, they like come and mm -hmm. go so much. I don't know. I think that's what's great about baseball in general, too, though, is like you can bond with the players more. I feel Mm -hmm. like because the season's so long you see their faces every you know, like every game is just like a close up of every player's face. I don't know. I, you like know, build more of a connection with baseball
2: players and baseball teams. Yeah. to me, you can you can read so much more about them. There's yeah. more access given. I'll always remember Jeff
0: Blouser. But mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about Keith Brooking in forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the fr- right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but exactly. like also, Mark, be- Mark Lemke lives in my head forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and I think part of it too is I think baseball is the everyman sport. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. these aren't like okay, there are exceptions, but like you name two guys, Mark Lemke and Jeff Blauzer, if they walk into a room. You wouldn't be impressed by them. No. You'd be no. like, oh, be my, like, the guy's here to fix my PC. If yeah. you saw Lonnie, man,
0: man. If you saw Lonnie Smith walking down the street, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a baseball player. I'm sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Whereas if Keith Brooking.
0: Or like Julio room, Jones walks by.
2: <laughs> yeah. You'd yeah. Be like that guy's clearly yeah. either um, paid to come murder me or he's a professional <laughs> football player. <laughs> so like that, I think that too is why they're more relatable. And like, You got Ozzy Albies. He's like five foot four or Mm -hmm. something. And he's fucking hitting dingers. He's like the pound for pound, the strongest guy ever. Um, Yeah, the team is super lovable. And I think they, something about the last couple months uh, after they put together that, because they had that win-lose, 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 win-lose that was so maddening. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they hit a streak. And ever since then, it's just like they I kept telling people once the series started, I was like, I think we got the juice this year. They had the really was like I I don't know how else to put it, but it was like they had the magic. I mean, H- we can't Hank say Aaron that.
0: Angels in the outfield Hank Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: When they ride the movie, R. Yeah, R. Hank R. will R. come Hank. down and yeah, visit they,
1: me. he'll be like when Jorge Solares at bat Hank will be it'll be like the movie ghosts you know <laughs> yeah. hank's ghost will be like wrapped like hugging jorge from behind as he hits that homer it's gonna be beautiful and he'll be with him when uh, jorge
0: goes home in the studio and is making like a clay pot exactly <laughs> hank will be behind him like cradling him yeah that yeah that's
2: the other thing with this team jimmy mentioned it um at some point, like there's so many storylines with this team mm-hmm. in the process. Yeah. There's like there's like the fun stuff, like Jock Peterson coming over and like lightening the vibe and wearing pearls and yeah, starting a wine club. Yeah. Then there's Tyler Matzik, there's Brian Snicker, who's been with the team for like 45 years. Freddie um, Freeman was gonna maybe retire at spring training. It's coming out now.
0: What? Yeah, because like, like the like with his with He he went through COVID last year, and then he spent time with like his family and like they had the the kids, the the twins. Yeah, uh, the twins. They're not twins, but yeah. His wife gave birth, and the surrogate, because she wasn't expected to get pregnant, also gave birth. So like, there's like a story. I I don't remember who it was reporting. It was someone on MLB Network where, um, and again, I don't know how true this is, but after spring training, like Freddie was like, you know, I've been through so much with like my family and like going on the road again. is just like a lot. And, you know, it's been really nice to be close with them again. So he was like considering maybe like stepping away, but then like the guys in the clubhouse were like, nah, man, you gotta, you gotta
1: That's crazy. Out. That's insane. <laughs> but that kind of, I mean, that makes sense because mm-hmm. Freddie really struggled for the first like six weeks yeah. or two months of the season really. And then he would, he was fucking on fire, yeah. Basically for the last two thirds of the season, yeah. Like after Acuna got hurt, like Freddie and Riley just, were yeah,
0: unstoppable.
1: Yeah, Um, but yeah, there really are so many storylines. Like, I mean, AJ Minter got sent down yeah. for like a month, mm-hmm. and he's been so good in the playoffs too. I mean, he had a couple of rocky moments, but overall was Isn't really awesome. fucking good. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I you know there was some moisture in my eyes in the post game interview when they were interviewing Dansby too. Yeah. Cause like, mm. I felt like his comments really nailed it. Cause he was like, I'm from Atlanta. I'm a diehard Braves Hawks Falcons fan. And like, this means so much to me, but I know it means so much to like the entire city, you know? And I was like, yeah, dude, he fucking, he gets it as somebody who grew up mm in the metro Atlanta area, even more so, you know? I mean, even the real president showed up to the game. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> this was a, gr- a great honor, a great honor for I, Real quick, I want to
2: ask, team. who do you think did a weirder chop, Trump or Melania? Because they both did it in the most odd, like, like if, if,
1: if right. you had
2: two people in a room and I was like, all right, you two do the tomahawk chop, but do it weird. I don't think... One billion people would do it the way they did it. Well, it was I know Melania.
1: So she worked some wrists. She was getting hers. wrists. Hers, yeah, yeah. Hers was. She'd get a wrist waggle in. Um, it was mostly whereas, wrist. Whereas Trump, I believe, he might have had a slight, <laughs> a slight knee bend. <laughs> you, you know, he was moving his shoulder like
0: a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It was, was like, like <laughs> it was like stiff, but movement. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
2: It was like um if you know those like greeting cards where on the other side you can tug mm-hmm. and it like <laughs> oh, causes yeah. the thing to move, but it's on a weird like fulcrum. That's how Trump did it. It was like it's uh, like the tin this. man sort <laughs> <Wizard> of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> but like and, and yeah, oh, it's,
0: but if we... you missed it, if you missed it, Trump showed up to one of the games and uh the funny part about it was that He lied about everything because he said that the commissioner and Major League Baseball invited him and he was happy, you know, and the president of the Yankees had helped him get tickets. And then they were like, no, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not true? No. (laughs) Like Major League Baseball released an official statement saying like, yeah, no, that's not what
2: happened. (laughs) I'm sure you know, it was just some rich person. Uh, yeah. It's just,
0: it's just another thing. Of, it's just like when he was going to throw out the first pitch at the game yeah. and they are like, no, you're not like, we haven't talked to you about that, man. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny too, though. It kind of makes sense. Cause he was, I mean, obviously he's in a luxury box, but yeah, he was in yeah. one like, Way down the right field line, like yeah. he didn't. It's not like he was in like one of the prime, yeah, fancy it
2: seats. It wasn't a position of <laughs> prominence or anything. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or like next to the commissioner. I don't even know if, if he yeah. was there, but I know like like, like Adam Silver and the NBA will show up, or Roger Goodell shows up to big games and has like George W. Bush sitting next to him or some shit. Like yeah, he yeah. was kind of
1: off. Well, you know, if our boy Jimmy Carter was still spry enough to attend a game, yeah. he would have been first row dug out because yeah. that's how real fans, real OGs do it. But I used always. to go to a game fracking
2: in the when we didn't win <laughs> more than two games. I don't, I don't know. I'd say, give me, get all the peanuts in the stadium and round them up and bring them to me and I'm going to chow down. I will turn over to Jane Fonda who sat next to me. And, She'd
0: make me go collect all the cups that people leave on the ground and would throw them in the trash can.
2: <laughs> She's my boss.
0: It was a good time. <laughs> and Speaking then Ted Turner and I
2: would go att- and- attending <laughs> games. I heard a uh, rumor that a bunch of the uh, Braves are at the Atlanta Hawks game tonight. And which then that is dope. And That's then going to be fun. I
0: think they're going to be. Because Kirby Smart put the invite out, and Jock Peterson accepted for sure. They're going to be in Athens on Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're
2: they're touring the entire state right now, and also, and they should. Yeah, apparently, I was reading, which if you're a Braves fan, or even if you're not, you you have to read Jeff Passan's article on the uh, Braves World Series um, championship because there's a lot of great tidbits about it, like Ron Washington. And, but, um, right after the celebration, uh, Jock Peterson went up to Terry McGurk and said, I fucking told you we're going to fucking Augusta. Cause apparently I guess Terry McGurk, I think that's who it was. Um, he has a membership at Augusta national, uh, the golf course that's super exclusive. And he was like, if you guys win the uh, World Series, I'll take each year play around at Augusta and Jock Peterson is holding him <laughs> <Good>.
0: <laughs> as he should yeah Jack Peterson is living his best life as the kids say. he is he like if he is if you were to become a professional athlete or famous like that's how you should go about
2: your business just mm-hmm. having fun, man, <laughs> just enjoy all of it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so uh, yeah. glad that we got to see that guy play in a Braves uni. Not sure if he'll be back. And if he if he's not, I hope he gets a shitload of money. But uh, yeah, yeah, I love that guy. I it was, He's one of those. It's one of those cases of like,
1: I mean, I never really hated him. But when he was on the Dodgers, I was like, oh, fuck this guy. He's on the fucking Dodgers. That's what the and, Dodgers but, will do to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like he clearly provided a spark this year. It was like, you know. It's just a fun guy to have around.
0: He kind of carried the team against Milwaukee coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't even starting at the time. And he hit a bunch of dingers. He had, like, Mm -hmm. nine RBIs or some shit.
2: Yeah, he went off in that series. I also love speaking of swag. Um, After the game, the moments after the game, Snicker is usually very measured um, and, you know, self-deprecating and humble. They asked him, like, "Well, what do you think, uh, Brian? Do you think that this team's got uh, a few more championships in them? And I think he straight up said, like, yeah, I think we do. (laughs) 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 And um, I think he's right. Now that said. Kevin, slow down. Yes.
0: I think the Mets are going to win the division next year like they are every year, you know. The Mets are the best team in the
2: NL East. Yeah. Okay, the Braves had their little – You know, thing last year, but the Mets. No, it's, uh, (laughs) I honestly don't care though. If this is the only one for this group, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better. No. Like, it's a storybook, like, miracle season. Miracle season. Yeah. Least wins of any team that got into the playoffs, losing record at the All Star break. Uh, Yeah. Superstar tears his ACL midway through the season. It's just crazy. And then every series we played in, we were the heavy underdog
1: mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm.
2: playoffs. It's like Brewers, they were like, yeah, like very few people picked the Braves over the Brewers. Dodgers, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Well, it's like, yeah, yeah. The,
0: the Brewers had like allegedly the best rotation in the National League. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers had like a historic year where they had the second best. You know, they won like 106 games and they were the mm-hmm. like, defending champs. Mm -hmm. And then Houston and they were the top offensive team in the National League. And then the Astros were the top offensive team of the American League. Mm -hmm. And the Braves had no pitching and bad bullpen. And here they come and just shut them out.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna pretend like I am a prognosticator, but it's why I now believe more than ever, and I believe before the playoffs started, it's like you just gotta get in
0: because mm-hmm. anything
2: can fucking happen. Look, it happens in baseball all the time. The Nationals were the wild card in 2019. They won like The Marlins have won know. twice?
1: Yeah, the Marlins <laughs> yeah. have done
2: it multiple times. So, yeah. And I and- did I did pick the Braves to win it over the White Sox. So I was hey. kind of close.
0: Um and for if, if anyone is actually still li- even listening to this, cause like just, we're not even doing anything. We're being self-indulgent. Okay, guys, But just, um just let us do it. If you're not from Atlanta and you're listening to this, like John Smoltz actually like kind of put a, a good perspective on this where like when they won in 95, it was insane and awesome and it felt great, but it was almost like, a relief because they were supposed to win because mm-hmm. they were this like juggernaut team that just could never yeah. make it through. And you had these three hall of fame starting pitchers and you had like David justice and all these in um, Chipper Jones, and like these amazing players. And it was almost like a relief where this is a surprise. This was like oh, unexpected. So it's sure. just like a different kind of vibe and joy.
2: That's like totally completely totally. and And yeah. to add to that, it, it not only mirrors that season in that way, but additionally, I think part of the reason it was a slightly muted celebra- celebration in 95, in addition to what you're saying, um, enthusiasm nationally for baseball was at an all-time low because the strike had just happened the year before. Yeah. So, like, as uh, the the owner of the, the Cleveland Indians at the time – was like begging cleveland to come out because they couldn't even sell out the world series mm-hmm.
0: and that team was loaded
2: yeah. yeah that team was crazy so good young manny and yeah so El- good well El- yeah and 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 back in atlanta there was also like kind of like you know people were a little jaded they were like man i remember as a kid being like i didn't understand labor disputes obviously so I was like, I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. And conversely, it's almost a mirror image because this year we're kind of getting in right under the radar. Mm-hmm. Under the beak or whatever the oh yeah. Like, before the the windows, window's next shutting. Strike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's because coming. There's yeah. a labor dispute that's coming. There's gonna be a a I don't again, I still don't understand labor disputes, but I <laughs> I know that there's a disagreement between the major league baseball players association and the MLB. So there, there might not be a season next year or it might be shortened. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's true. And in a slightly similar note, I'm with hindsight. Now I can say, I'm so glad the Braves won this year and not last year. Mm-hmm. And they were so close because last year, let's be honest, that season was a joke. They played in front of an empty stadium. They were playing in a neutral, empty stadium in those playoffs. Look, it counts the same in the record books. At the time, I was disappointed when they got eliminated by the Dodgers and the NLCS. But I would, I'm would, i so much happier with this one than I would be with the Corona year. I was way
0: stressed out last year, and I think a lot of it is expectation because that team last year, I was like, no, these guys are fucking good. They're, they should yeah. win this. Um, and then this year again, my expectations—I I, I kind of gave up on the team for a minute. Also, mm-hmm. like, especially like when they were struggling, it felt like it was when the Hawks were making their run through the playoffs. So my mm-hmm. attention just completely was like, "Oh, Trey oh, Young, yeah. he's fucking alley ooping off the backboard." Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch this now, you know. So, it was, oh yeah, it that also clouded me a little bit, but then I came right back.
2: Yeah. 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 It was freaking the best, and it's been. Yeah, go ahead. And, and well, if anyone ever tells you, dear listener, you know why do you follow sports? Like, who cares if these guys win or lose? Um, tell them they're they're idiots because <laughs> here we are on the other side. It was worth it. Yeah, I feel. I feel like I'm part of something bigger than me. And it's cool,
0: and not Mm -hmm. to get like super serious or real because that's not what we do
2: on the show.
0: (laughs) But after all of after all the shit I've lived through this last you know COVID year, and how much my life has changed, and how like isolated I've felt, it's been like you got to find in a little bit of joy. And then you get this, and then it's also been really cool. We were talking off mic, like getting a bunch of messages from people um, Mm -hmm. and people like, you know, people haven't talked to in forever, like from Atlanta or growing up or, you know, even some fans of ours here on the show, it's been it's been really nice, man. And it's like and texting through games with people. It's like kind of brought mm-hmm. it all together. So looking at it from like a real perspective and not just the win. It's it's been a nice time. Yes. Yeah. 100%. yeah
2: percent. For sure.
0: And it's nice to have that time not end in like all of us giving a eulogy instead, <laughs> like we yeah. always do,
1: but not this year. Yeah, we fucking did it. Woo. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah it's fucking sweet i'll never forget this uh this run it's been so fucking awesome it's been amazing yeah
0: well anyway should we get into the election stuff now
2: yeah hell <laughs> yeah <Governor> murphy <laughs> barely squeaked it out against jack Chitterelli. by the way i found out the guy who tried to beat phil murphy uh it looks like Chitterelli. I was told it is actually pronounced Shitterelli. <laughs> what a name man Yeah <laughs> Shitarelli. Like Donnie Puparelli <laughs> <boy. laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh boy No we're not going to talk about that shit I, I okay. honestly don't even know what's happening And I don't care yeah same here i i'm not i don't know what what happened or what's happening
0: uh i lost all faith in democracy after the elections here in buffalo so i'm never voting again and i'm not joking about that because your vote doesn't matter um (laughs) but (laughs) and that's real so but yeah that'll be a discussion for another day um because it was bad but um (laughs) Yeah, not to go down that path. Uh, you know, we're going to wrap this up real quick because again, we're recording obviously on a different day and different time than normal. Um, but if we whip around the world of sports real quick, how about Aaron Rodgers being an anti-vaxxer and having COVID?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I just think it's funny. I, like I I, I mean, love this because I saw the video that they played of him. Like they were like, uh, "How do you are you, are you, you vaccinating?" He's like, "I'm fully." Immunized, he says, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm immunized.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm immunized. Yeah. He thinks then, he's the smartest fucking guy he, in the room. He he's, so he's, he's, a he's a genius.
1: <laughs> he's a I like
2: I'm immunized, and but you know, that's a choice every every player's gotta make on his own. So basically um, he did some holistic treatment
0: and tried to pass it off to the NFL, say so, you know, to be like, Oh, I don't need the vax, I got this thing. And the NFL was like, Nah, man. Uh yeah. that doesn't count. Um, you also believe in chemtrails. So why do we uh, think he, you're a smart guy? Is he, he's a
1: chemtrails guy?
0: Yeah. Um I was I re- I had forgotten about it, then I started reading about it again today in an article. Um a lot of former quarterbacks who were his backups have talked about him uh uh-huh. and seneca wallace uh a, na- a blast from the past name yeah yeah he uh he was like his backup for a minute and he said that like at practice and stuff he'd be like hey man have you heard about these chemtrails and it's like what do you uh-huh. think about it what's your opinion and seneca was like i don't know man like i'm playing football uh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah aaron is apparently like a big conspiracy Smartest man in the room, kind of guy. He's just, he's um, something about him me the wrong way. Like, I don't know he's why a huge, he's a douchebag. I don't know why I, there's nothing likable about it. He him. has no persona, no personality either. Like, I don't get it. You know, there's I no charisma, he's,
1: he's got nice.
2: zero charisma. Mm-hmm. I think he just has a really good agent, is just what that boy, it, a good it, state it, farm he, agent. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they Jay. he's in the his newest batch of
1: state farm commercials are somehow even worse than mm-hmm. any. Cause he's like trying, they've got him like pretending like he's a normal guy and that he's not. There's one where he's like a musician. Yeah. And there's one where he's a game show host and he's like, his performance is like dead eyed. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't have an acting bone in his body. No. And somehow he thinks he's like, he should be hosting jeopardy. Get the fuck out
0: of here. And then, uh, other sports news: Scottie Pippen apparently hates Michael Jordan a lot, and he hates everyone involved with the Bulls, and is like blowing all that shit up with his book tour on his book tour now. So
1: that's kind of sad. He's the that most is,
0: aggrieved uh, man and angriest person, and the yeah, troll
1: of the NBA now. And and, it's and like it's a bummer. I know it's like uh, look, maybe and maybe it's it. Look, for all we know, he's all of his feelings are one hundred percent justified, but. It's just kind of sad to hear. Yeah. That's like it's been like almost 30 years and you're like, all right, I'm going to fucking, you know, air all this dirty laundry on all these people. Like uh, dude,
0: the last he- dance really got to him.
1: Like, yeah. He
0: he he was unhappy with how he was portrayed and and some of the shit Michael Jordan said cuz but again, whatever. We all knew that was like a self-produced documentary. Yeah. So, you know, MJ is of course going to make himself look like the best. Right. Right. Yeah. Which just, is amazing. It's... So like yeah, but yeah. But it sucks. It sucks to see Scotty being so angry. But he's like shit on Kevin Durant. He's shit on Charles Barkley. <laughs> he's shitting on like everybody. He's like burning the world down. Um <laughs> uh, another real quick hitter before... he's like a wine mom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> another quick uh little thing before we wrap this up. Uh, just you know, to give the people who've stuck with us something, to praise. <laughs> I love this PETA controversy. It's not a controversy. Oh, yes. It's a story. It's not a controversy because no one gives a fuck. But they want to change the name of the bullpen to Arm Barn. Um, and I kind of love the term Arm Barn more than you bullpen.
2: I kind of like it too. I'll it's be like honest. Very when funny. I first read it, I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Because it was like, "This is this term is a slight to animals that are waiting to be slaughtered, and it shouldn't be used. It's offensive." And then, what I love about some of the national baseball media is a lot of them have just taken it and run with it, and they yeah. use it interchangeably. They'll just be mm-hmm. like, "You got well, you got magic down there in the arm barn," and then. <laughs> <laughs> so I do kind of like it. Um, PETA, it's a funny term the reason like bullpen sounds cool arm barn sounds more fun yeah, yeah.
0: arm barn it's like I, i'm fine with the interchangeable it's like saying like homer and dinger you know like yeah, what is right what is more right. fun uh yeah <laughs> and uh and, and and if you're upset like look peter this is the shit peter does to get publicity like no one yeah cares. no one no one's gonna do anything it doesn't matter yeah it's just,
1: i i we're do talking like, about it yeah exactly and that's what they want um, but well, yeah, they, you know, just talked. imagine if a cow is watching a game and hears the term <laughs> bullpen. And <they're> like, what? <laughs> they get up and leave the stadium. <laughs> You're like, I can't fucking believe. This. Well, I never.
2: <laughs> yeah, we we should pitch that to uh, as a movie and get Chick Fil A to pay for it. There we go. I was watching <laughs> baseball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um let's see what else we got here on our list mattress mac i missed that i oh, want to know i want to guy, know about
2: that <laughs> real quick there is a guy in houston named mattress mac mm. uh his name's like jim McAloy, or that's not what it mm. is but it's something like that he is not only does he own the biggest chain of mattress stores in the southwest <laughs> he also is a uh, I guess you'd say degenerate gambler Mm. So midway through the season, he put uh twenty shit, sixteen million dollars down on the um Astros, something like that. And then he also ran a special where he says, uh, if you buy a mattress from one of my stores, anything over two thousand dollars. Um, if the Astros win the World Series, you can return it and get your money back, and or not or you return just, it. You just get your money. You, back. you just yeah. get your money back. Sorry, you get your money back. You keep the mattress. So basically, if the Astros win, you get a free mattress. And uh, but the he way does he does this every season, doesn't he? I think I he's done it so. a bunch. Yeah. So, but the way it works is he's covered either way because he's like, well, if they don't win, I just sold a shitload of mattresses. If they do win uh i lose all that but i make even more on the bet i laid Mm -hmm. mid-season so he just made like yeah because he sold like millions and millions of dollars worth of mattresses on that so (laughs) he more than made up for what he lost on his bet and he's a crazy old cowboy that's great mattress mac
0: that's a cool little stunt gimmick thing it's Um, pretty smart it works you know uh also uh R.I.P. to Jerry Remy. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. As it says here, the most Boston guy ever. Here's a little clip of uh, the type of person we're uh, we're talking about here. This
2: is a first. This is a first. <laughs> this is a first. Yeah. You've lost a lot of stuff during games, but you've never. I never lost, lost a tooth. A tooth. No, I just <laughs> completely lost the <a> tooth. <laughs> Which I, tooth is it? Something <clears> on <throat>
1: my uh, No. I don't
2: know. No, no, it's it on the is, side. You can't see it. No, can't yeah. see it at all. Yeah. All
0: right. yeah if you enter jerry remy on the youtube the first video that comes up is jerry remy loses tooth in middle of game
2: <laughs> and that's what that was yeah he's played for the red Sox. he's from massachusetts mm-hmm. and then he was their announcer for years r.i.p he's a fun listen
0: yeah he's, um, he's a fun listen
2: and sure. his son is uh i shouldn't, I shouldn't say it, but his son is in prison for murder <laughs>
0: i mean it's It's, a fact and it's like something that happened so you're not like
2: he was a security guard for the red sox and then he went to prison for murder and that's all i know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's a shame but
0: uh r.i.p to jerry remy like you know it's it sucks like the the old timey announcers like that you know are disappearing Mm
2: because they're the fun ones to listen to for sure, yeah. or they were. And to tie it back to the Braves, uh, our TV broadcasts—not the local ones throughout the year—not the best to watch. But our radio broadcasts, top notch. It's a great radio
1: listen, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know if there we got anything else really that uh, I mean, there's other stuff happening, obviously, but like. Who cares? We yeah. did
2: it. We did yeah. it. We, we
1: did it. did it.
2: For sure. We got the parade still to go tomorrow. That's right. We still got the parade and we still got the ring ceremony next season. We got a we parade. Just... Jimmy, Jimmy's going to be
0: on assignment. Oh, parade, yeah. Hopefully, I'll try to get,
2: get you guys a
1: Sports Lords exclusive remote uh, report for the next Lords.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome if you can. And if not, take, hey, some, take, yeah, take some.
1: Also, yeah, get some snaps, though. I'm oh, gonna get yeah. Some snaps. I'm going to get some vids. I'm going to get some picks. You guys, I'll get them up on the gram. It's going to be fun. Yeah, because
2: we are those motherfuckers. That's right, bitch. We certainly fucking are um we and did i think it with a little bit of love
0: oh yeah a little bit of love um we, we got a lot about living a little about love out of it you know that's uh, right <laughs> but <laughs> i think on that note we're gonna wrap it up for this week um again sorry it was late but as you can tell some shit went down and uh we'll be back with you guys um Next week, it'll be more of a normal episode. Um, but maybe not. Maybe we're just gonna keep writing this high because I'm gonna write it as long as I can. Mm-hmm. And we'll have yeah, to baby. unlock Herb out of his cage because he was furious that we didn't let him do his read. <laughs> we had to put him in a cage. we had to trick him. <laughs> we told him it
2: was a sex thing, and he got yeah. in, found, him <laughs> gagged in the-
1: yeah. <laughs> and gagged. Yeah, and it's you can you can use that to get herb to do just about anything so we kind of lean on that heavily we need something from him yeah he was like i
0: i got my own ball gag you don't need to bring it <laughs> so you know we'll be back next week thank you for listening thank you for the kind wishes thank you for the support
2: Ugh. man feels good for once oh let's yeah keep- it does let's keep celebrating boys <laughs> Let's do for it. For sure.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Love you, bye. 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 bye.
1: We, bye. You. we did bye. it. Bye.